You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome into another CHGO Bears podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app and use promo code CHGO when you sign up. What's up, Bears fans? We're back. Well, at least half of us are back. We uh, had our big uh, free agency special. 60% I'm here. Earlier. That's a great point. True. Very I was true. referring to what's on camera, but yes, uh, Lawrence is still here going still strong. Here. Uh, the uh, two people that apparently got each other sick are gone mark carmen and greg brecht convenient anyway adam hogue nicholas moriano a couple big signings well one big signing another significant signing and uh, we want to jump right back on here and break it down for you jermaine edmonds nick i love this move i am a huge fan of jermaine edmonds i've been a fan of his since he came out and he still (laughs) turns 25 in may he's already been in the league five years Big linebacker. Athletic. Super athletic. It's a guy when back in 2018 when the Bears were, it was Roquan Smith, obviously the guy that drafted. But you can go back and check the tape and go back to the the previous uh, episodes. Uh, I wanted Tremaine Edmonds to be on the Bears, but now he is just a couple years later. But still, still a super young player. And I think there's a lot of potential for what he can do in Matt Eberflus's defense, Alan Williams' defense, and maybe, honestly, and maybe just a better fit uh, instead of a, a Roquan Smith, who obviously with the Ravens now. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, there's a couple different angles we got to discuss here. One also is the context of the Bears also signing TJ Edwards today. So two linebacker mm-hmm. signings, which you, you didn't necessarily put at the top of the wish list, but... Still, we knew that this Will linebacker spot is one of the key positions in Matty Refluse's defenses. I, I'm fascinated to see how they sort this out. My yeah. gut right now with no inside information at this point, hopefully we'll get more, is that you're looking at Edmonds playing the Will with Edwards at the... That's kind of Edwards and Edmonds. Edwards, yeah. I just realized that. So TJ Edwards at the mic... Edmonds at the will and Sanborn at the Sam is my <laughs> guess. But the thing about Tremaine Edmonds is he has that big, huge. I was just looking at some video of him. Uh, obviously, I've seen a lot of him playing, but this was like sideline video because he was mic'd mm-hmm. up and he's standing next to his teammates. He's huge. He's towering over him. So, 6'5, 250. 
I've already seen a couple Erlacher comps on Twitter, which is a little extreme, but that was actually one of the comps on him coming out of Virginia Tech because he is one of these these bigger 6'5 linebackers, probably a little shade under 6'5, but so do you want that guy in the middle? I don't know. That's the question the Bears have to, I think, figure yeah. out because the guys, they, they had Jack Sanborn, who was playing the mic last year for the Bears. You'd sign T.J. Edwards, who was playing Mike for the Eagles, and you also have Tremaine Edmonds, who was also playing Mike for the Buffalo Bills. And now it's fascinating, like you said, who is actually going to be in that position, who's going to play the all-important Will linebacker, and then it kind of looks like Jack Sanborn goes and plays the Sam at this point. But, yeah, they have three young, productive linebackers now in the center of this Bears defense. All right, real quick, I'm jumping in. Simply Basic says this is the E. <laughs> at linebacker now because we've got Edmonds and Edwards. I like it. Yeah. And then uh, also. I, you know what I just love about what the Bears are doing right now? Helping me out with my bit. They, sure. Th- they are they're getting football players. Yeah. Productive <laughs> yeah. young players. I know that sounds simple. I mean, yeah, Carm wanted him to sign Pat Beverly, but obviously. Yeah. I, you know, you don't want to players. go to basketball. No, but in all seriousness, like the two guys they signed today. But they're now pairing with Jack Sanborn, who already proved last year, like mm-hmm. can can rely on instincts. Find all three of these guys find the football, have good instincts for getting there. Um, I'm not necessarily sure you would call Tremaine Edmonds a perfect linebacker, but I can see how they're looking at his speed and be like, if we put him at the will in this defense, mm-hmm. he's got that sideline to sideline speed. With Edwards, who's so good in coverage at the same time, both of these guys are pretty good in coverage. Yeah, exactly. To me, you start putting the pieces together like that and look across the board. Their age, I mean, TJ Edwards is 26, right? 26. And then Edmonds have- turns 25 in May. Sanborn still in his second year. So you got three young players and you're not committing ridiculous money. So obviously, this question's already come up. Well, why would you not just re sign Roquan Smith? Well, you're getting two linebackers mm-hmm. plus a second round pick. For the price of Roquan Smith. Yeah, like the Marcus Mosher from PFF had a really good tweet. He said, TJ Edwards plus Tremaine Edwins plus a second round pick equals $24.5 million a year or Roquan Smith for $20 million a year. Like, you're not only getting another draft assets in the future, but two young productive players to fill important positions for this defense. The only question I have now, in addition to who's going to actually be playing what position, is who they're going to add up front because these linebackers can be productive, but they also need some defensive linemen to keep you know these linebackers clean at the second level. So that's maybe like the next thing to look into for Ryan Poles as he's still looking to upgrade this, his football team and really orienting some of the, I don't know, bigger contracts, even though these are pretty affordable, to the linebacker position. But you still got to bolster that uh, defensive line to keep these guys clean. Uh, I, yeah, because quite frankly, it, it doesn't matter how good your linebackers are because if you don't have the defensive linemen, no. yeah. uh, it's not going to help. So the Bears still have a lot of work to do, no question. But uh, we got a super chat here from Michael Wagner, $5, bummed how down on the move the guys like Nate Tice are on the Edmonds signing. Hope he brings it for the Bears. Your guy Nate Tice? Uh-oh. I didn't even see what, yeah, Nate, what, is, what said. Is Nate Come on, said. Nate. Let's see. I'm gonna look up Nate Tice. I'm gonna have to call him right now and yell at him. I'll I'll do it for you. How about Michael, we bring him on? That? Should we bring him? I on? was trying to re- look. We get talked a, to a get him the link. Get him in here. Let's we, go. We talked on, to Nate. a lot of people last week, and I couldn't remember if it was Nate 
or if it was Brad on our show, but one of them was against Tremaine Edmonds. Maybe it was Nate. Oh. Uh, I'm not. I'm, I'm scrolling through the, uh, Nate's Twitter right now, and I'm not. Maybe Michael's Paul of Braggs. He got Maybe. duped by. Yeah, uh, I don't yeah. see anything. Tate Nate Nice. Maybe it was Tate Maybe Nice. Maybe he said it on a podcast. Or who knows? But I'm not seeing anything on the Twitter world right oh, now. Oh, they're doing a live show on YouTube. Oh, okay. Interesting. Oh, okay. So don't go there, there yet. You, you have to stay here yeah, with stay us. Yeah, stay here. See, because we like the Tremaine Edmonds side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of likes. Yep. Speaking yeah. of yep. likes. Um, no, that's interesting. It also seems like DJ Moore, he's tweeting about Tremaine likes. Edmonds right now, saying that he's all for it. Also, uh, um, Jaquan Brisker. So it looks like some current Bears players are in favor of what – Ryan Poles is doing, bringing in, again, players that the Bears desperately needed. See what we got. I just like guys that when you you watch the game, it's like sometimes it can't actually be that simple. Like you watch the games and you're like, oh, that guy's all over the field making plays. You should get one of those like, guys. I want that player. And like to me, that's what Tremaine Edmonds is. He's just, he's somebody that when you watch the Bills, you're like, that is a giant linebacker who's all over the field. He's not afraid of contact. He's always around the football. What does that sound like to you? Sounds like a hits principal guy, right? Yeah. Sounds, sounds like somebody who fits this Bears defense. So I think it's a perfect fit. You got DJ Moore calling him my guy already. Um, and I, I think that, that sideline to sideline speed, his ability to cover, they send him on blitzes like he can do everything and that was that's probably why you liked him so much coming out of college Nick because that was the scouting report on him Mm -hmm. he was a versatile linebacker who you almost weren't sure where to play him so I understand why those Erlacher comps are out there yeah and, and only 24 years old at the moment like there's still so much for him to learn and Eberflus being a former linebackers coach when he was with Dallas I'm sure he's just looking at this sign like all right we have an athletic sideline to sideline, big physical dude. Let's see how we can put him in the best position possible to make plenty of plays along this defense and just getting our football team uh, in a better situation. But yeah, like it's not just the his physical ability that he has. That coverage ability is there. If you're if you look, however you look at PFF, he finished with a coverage grade of eighty eight point one. That's that's one of the better coverage grades you're going to find of any linebacker in the league. So it's you have a versatile guy, and for linebackers these days, like you need to be able to do a little bit of everything. You can't just be a downhill guy. You need to be able to move in space, and Tremaine Edmonds can definitely do that. All right, let's talk about the other signing the Bears made here. In oh, the last. let's do that based on this super chat from Luke Erback, who says, "How do you feel about Nate Davis? Three years, thirty million. Thank you, Luke." Yeah. So um, I was waiting on the money on this one. But this this signing's my first reaction, and you saw it on Twitter was interesting, because the the thing about um, Nate Davis is he's a what I would call a very solid starting guard, maybe above average. If I if I graded out his film over the course of his career so far, like I do with the Bears players, my guess is he would end up on the high end of starter, but not long term starter. So that kind of puts him in that fuzzy area of is he worth you know this much money obviously the Bears feel like he is but all of his snaps in the NFL mm-hmm. according to PFF that I looked because I immediately went and looked this up every single one of his snaps his entire career according to PFF is at right guard so 
that's interesting to me for a couple reasons. Because one, it either casts some doubt about Tevin Jenkins again, who is your right guard. And to me, I thought solidified at right guard. However, I could see how the team's a little bit iffy about his back and the injuries. But this isn't like um, insurance policy for that much money. This is like a nowhere signing him to, to mm-hmm. play. So are they going to move him to left guard? In which case, does that mean Cody Whitehair is on his way out, which would save you money against the cap? And at his age, that wouldn't necessarily surprise me. At this point, I could certainly see how the Bears look at Nate Davis as a small upgrade to Cody Whitehair or at least the same caliber player, and he's younger. So from a business standpoint, I totally would understand that. Some people are also wondering, well, could Whitehair go back to center? I feel like the Bears know. have been down yeah. that road so many times. Or do they look at Jenkins? Are they going to give him another chance at right tackle? There's a lot of options there, Adam. And, I mean, like you said, the money puts him in a position where you do expect him to play. He's going to start on this line. But where where is that? Because, like you said, going back to 2019 when he was drafted, every snap's been at right guard. And that and I thought Tevin Jenkins did a good job at that position, even though it was his first year transitioning over there. And he was drafted out of Oklahoma State, Jenkins, to play right tackle. It hasn't worked. I don't know if the Bears go back to explore that. Again, there's uh, definitely some questions that need to be answered, but you do you're you're seeing now Ryan Poles upgrading the offensive line, which everyone wanted to see. You need to have Justin Fields feeling a lot more comfortable this season than he has in years past. So it, now it's up to Ryan Poles, Chris Morgan, the offensive line coach, to kind of figure out what's going to be the best five, maybe uh, in terms of putting guys out there that are going to best protect Fields and also be able to. You know, still producing the run game because Nate Davis just kind of looking quickly at him when he got signed. Better run blocker since he got into the league than he is a pass blocker. So maybe that's also into consideration what position he might play with the Bears in 2023. One thing, again, I like that the Bears are doing is I'm not sure they're necessarily signing these guys and putting them on their their depth chart, on their, their big board in sharpies Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like there's it's it's sort of a let's get good players and then we'll figure out in practices in training camp where they best fit within our schemes and so i've said this multiple times and i'll i'll say this again today i'll be disappointed if this nate davis signing immediately results in them releasing cody whitehair I don't think that's necessary. I don't think you need to be in a hurry to make that type of move. You can work these guys in, and as you said earlier, and the Bears coaches say many times, they put the best five players out there. Um, But that's sort of what my guess is. It's like, okay, he's a younger version potentially at left guard. If he can make that transition, maybe Tevin Jenkins can move over to left for all we know. Um I'd be a little bit careful about moving him again, but or Tevin Jenkins has been dealing with injuries, so yeah. it's just good to have three three starting caliber options at two positions. Again, not a, you look at the linebacker core now, and it's like I, I think the only downside to them signing Edwards and Edmonds today is everyone's like, well, that's going to take Samborn off the field because if he's yeah. your Sam, 
he's going back to not being on the field quite a bit during the game because you're in nickel so much. And that part sucks because he showed you that he could. But at the same time, it doesn't really suck because it gives you depth. And I, and I go back to something Matt Eberflus said about the Sam linebacker position last year, which was ideally your Sam can be great on special teams and back up both mm-hmm. the mic and the will. And so I think they're suddenly in that position. And I don't think it's wrong to have that same mentality on your offensive line to have, you know, three starting caliber guards at two starting positions or three starting caliber tackles at two positions. I mean, that's what good teams have. Absolutely. And, you know, injuries do happen. So if something were to happen to some of these new line, new linebackers the Bears just got, you feel pretty good about Jack Sanborn going into the game, filling in there if he has to. So the, the Bears need to become a better football team, and you do that by adding players at the top, which pushes down players that maybe weren't at that level a little bit down. And that just happens to Jack Sanborn a little bit. So I think it's a good situation to be in if you're in the linebacker room. You have young guys. Like last year, there were guys that went down, and you had – you had the Joe Thomases of the world, Matt Adams, playing you know significant snaps because they had to, and now you have these young, productive linebackers that can go in there, and then obviously, um, you know they're going to learn a new defense. But you like what what they were doing the years previous and what they could still do in their career because again, they're young and they're fast and they're physical. And I think if Matty Refuses hits principles you know, does what it needs to do from these players, you're going to see them be hopefully the best version of themselves, like what Irafus was able to get out of his Colts teams when they had better talent around around them. And that's what Ryan Poles is slowly doing here, adding better talent, which should equate to hopefully better production on the football field. Yeah, I, I'm Mike. I love the Edmonds signing. I again, I go back to the word interesting when it comes to to Nate Davis because. It is. It's, we, yeah, we need yeah. to see where he's going to play and what that does to Tevin Jenkins or Cody Whitehair. It's, a, it's an interesting place for the Bears' offensive line to be right now. Um, do we have more Super Chats? We do. And uh, just a quick reminder, thanks for everyone for jumping on here at short notice. We have almost 2,100 people watching. Wow. This is out of nothing. Cool. We've decided, should we just do a 10-minute recording or just yeah. go live? We went live. We went Hit live. that subscribe button. 2,100 of you joined us. Thank you so much. Yes, please subscribe. You'll get those noties every time we do this. Uh, please, if you don't mind... Hit the like button for us. We like Let's likes. And also, After Dark is coming in two hours and 20 minutes, unless you decide to go early. 6.30. I got to get home. <laughs> we'll go to After Dark. Traffic. So we will have more on this. So this is just a shorty now. We're just a sort of a little bonus to get the first take on everything here. We do have a couple of super chats to get through here. Stephen Haynes, uh, five, dollars, five pounds sterling. Monsters of the Midway, De Bears are back. So Kyle Williams also said, too. That is right. Uh, Alex Ammerling threw, it, threw us a two, two spot. King Pole strikes again. Love this signing. Beautiful. Nice, nice. Uh, David Sevilla. David, from my hometown in Waukegan, played oh, on the same football okay. team. Okay, from Waukegan. David, five bucks. Edmonds is certified stud. Nate Davis is a solid pickup. Anyone who helps pave the road for a 2,000-yard rusher has to have upside. Big dogs gotta eat. King Henry, of course, he's talking about. By the way, the uh, new Bears assistant offensive line coach came from Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, Now, he was the tight ends coach there, but I'm I'm guessing that... Tight ends? Tight ends block? Some type (laughs) of... uh, 
obvious connection there yeah. with uh, Nate Davis. And Monsi, 9.99. He's back. He says Bears still have enough space to make one more signing for a $20 million a year. Would you guys go for a three-tech or a tackle? Also, what about bringing Floyd back? Seems like he has a <laughs> flus type of build for D-end. Does he have I don't know if he's Floyd? big enough. Yeah. I mean, he's long enough, but I don't know or if he's necessarily guy. strong enough. So I don't know about that. Um, I will say this, though. I I think they, even, they have more than $20 million too. I, mm-hmm. the, the, the thing about this that you've got to wait for the contracts to come in is depending on how much money you put into the signing bonuses, remember, that gets spread out over the cap. So just because... Um, what's Edmonds coming in? 18 million years that we decided? It, it, was so, it four, four for 72? That's yeah, 18. What's that? That, that is yeah, 18. Yeah. So, but that's the, but there's a difference between APY, which is average per year. And I like that stat because I, or stat, but number, because it, it does kind of show where you fall in the pecking order. However, average per year is not necessarily how the contract is constructed. So by putting a lot of bonus money out front in a signing bonus, it actually is not impacting the cap all that much this year or next year, depending on which year you put the base salary in. So um, that's just something to keep in mind. Not worried at all about salary cap space at this point and shouldn't be. But as these as these contracts come out in the next couple of days, the actual details of it, we'll have a better idea of how the cap space goes. Regardless, one of the big discussions about the Bears and having all this cap space was how do you spend it, right? And I am a big fan of how they've spent it so far because yep. just look at key points. One is, and I wrote about this in my newsletter last week, you had an underwhelming free agent class. So it's like, who are you, who are you going to overpay? And there was a lot of talk about like Mike McGlinchey and Mike McGlinchey ends up going to Denver and got this huge, like, $87 million deal, and he's about to be 30, right? Like, the guys that they've signed are all young, 26 or younger, and I'm including DJ Moore in that via trade. We're, we're talking about... Long-term. TJ Edwards being the oldest at 26. And so they're all younger. I'm not sure that... Any of these contracts are outrageous. Maybe Edmonds is the most risky at this point. But, I mean, he's durable and he's... There's still so much dependable. potential. Yeah, he could so still be getting potential. better. Um, and Riley Bear coming in. I, everyone's <laughs> age gets compared to Bayless Jones. I love this. In case any of you are wondering, new Bears linebacker Tremaine Edmonds is 356 days younger than Bayless Jones Jr. <laughs> Well, yeah. Um, You know, look, the Bears are a young football team, and now they're adding young ascending talent. And that, I think, has a lot of people who are watching, who will listen to this, who are in the chat right now, optimistic about maybe where this team is going. And, again, Ryan Poles has always said he wants to try to remain at the top for as long as he can. First, he has to get there, right? But doing so is not overspending in free agency is getting young talent that you project will be a better fit on your football team or continue on their trajectory that they're currently on. And those are the moves that Ryan Poles is currently making. So if you're feeling optimistic, feeling good about the Bears so far in free agency, hey, it makes sense. This is from Next Gen Stats. 
Shermaine Edmonds cashes in after allowing a career low 4.4 yards per target last season. That's mm-hmm. the lowest among linebackers that received a minimum of 30 targets. So it's talked about, we've been talking about how good in coverage he's been. Um, so he had the best mark in the league among linebackers with a career low 4.4 yards per target. Edmonds will team up with former Eagles linebacker TJ Edwards, who allowed 5.2 yards per target, which was the sixth lowest. So right there, and then they have a follow-up tweet that said the Bears um, were actually worst in the league last year with an 8.6 yards per target as a unit. So I think that that speaks to... uh, They arguably just became the best unit now. Yeah. In coverage grades for their linebackers. Absolutely. Yeah. that's a plus. So a lot to like, a lot to like with this move uh, with Tremaine Edmonds. Also, want to mention, and you're seeing it there on your screen as you're watching live on YouTube, our brand new shirt we dropped this morning as free agency went live, brick by brick. We surprised Greg Braggs with it, his very own brick by brick shirt. Finally, uh, and I would encourage you to check out our CHGO Bears Twitter account. I think we have the clip up now of. Uh, his reaction as we surprised him with the brick by brick shirt. You know, I don't know why I was looking at, you know, just our display right here, thinking that the brick was still here. Right? Oh, yeah. Sorry. I removed the brick. I, I, I didn't know this was happening. I was starting to clean up and get ready for the next oh, one. So it's, oh, it's I thought Bragg took it home. No, no, it's over here. It's right over there. You, 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 got, the you want a brick? Conserve the bricks. Brick. Okay. <laughs> um, no, it's, a, it's all good. You can also get the hoodie version of that shirt mm-hmm. if you are a diehard. That's a CHO diehard exclusive, the hoodie. Um, I highly and, recommend the hoodies. And another reason to be a diehard is our free agency database, which uh, we've been trying to update frantically all day long uh, with these signings as they've happened. So you can follow along. It's the same database we use internally to keep track of all this, and you have access to it. So that's for you as a CHGO diehard as well. Um, all right. Yeah, this is crazy. I mean, I, we, you know, we just did this out of nothing, and we have 2,500 people watching. I know. It'd be uh, nice if more news broke yeah, right Mike, now. Mike Houston, thank you for going live again. <laughs> Anna says, exciting moves. Thanks, CHO crew, for the live stream. You're welcome. This is what we're here for. It's what we do. The only thing, though, it's like we're probably going to go off, and then more news is going to... But again, 6.30 tonight, after dark, we are going to cover that. You know, you're going to be stuck with Carm again uh, and his deteriorating voice. But <laughs> He uh, was in the chat earlier. He was in the chat. Yes, At least we won't be in the same room as him again. Yeah. Thankfully. Thankfully, we don't have to be in the same. Germs don't go move over Zoom the same way. They no. don't. Where do they do it in studio? Um, if you missed our show earlier, though, go back and check it out. The start of free agency, a lot of breakdown on TJ Edwards um, and all the other news that was flying through throughout. Uh, we were on for oh about over two two hours, two, two hours. little over two hours. Oh my god! So yeah. there's plenty of. Um, st- Go back and check on the podcast. Uh, all of these get podcasted. So you, if you're if you don't not able to watch a live YouTube show, you can find it on your phone, in your car, wherever you listen to your podcast. Spotify, please rate and review. We appreciate it. Um, please and rate can, and review with a five star rating. Yes, thank yes. you very much. Four five stars equals zero. I feel like stars. that's implied, but you know, just case you didn't know. Yeah. yeah, a four star review is basically a zero star review. Correct. Yeah. Fun fact. Doesn't make any sense to me, but that's how they do it. Um, and make sure you hit like and subscribe if you're new here. Thanks for jumping on as we did this emergency version of the show. We'll be back again 6.30 with CHGO After Dark. And uh, I have a feeling by then they'll be 
more news. But you dare to break it down. We'll talk to you later tonight.